Two weeks ago, uh, this morning, obviously we're going to continue in our series, Words to Live By, and this is week six, a study in the book of Proverbs. And last week, or two weeks ago, we talked about the power of vision. And, uh, you know, uh, vision is having a clear mental picture of where God uh, wants you, what, what God wants you to do. It's having direction for your life. And Proverbs twenty nine eighteen says, where there is no vision, people perish. They die. You die emotionally. You die spiritually. You die mentally. You got to have a, a reason to get up in the morning, right? And so whenever you do, uh, what happens is it ignites your life. And here's how it works. When you have vision, you have focus. And when you have focus, you live intentionally. And when you live intentionally, you make a difference. You have an impact with your life. And I think all of us want to have an impact with our life, right? So you got to have a vision of where you want to go. And so I encourage you, if you want to learn more about that, about getting vision for your life, I encourage you to jump into the next steps class today after the second service, because we um, unpack that in a greater way and help you to get on the track to discovering your vision. So today I want to talk to you about not the power of vision, but the power of your words. The power of your words. How many of you were, how many of you know your words have power? Your words have power. Proverbs 18 in verse 21 says this, death and life are in the power of the tongue and those who love it will eat its fruit. So according to Proverbs 18, our tongue has the creative power through our words to release death or to release life into the lives of into our lives and the lives of others. Amen. Another way to say it is there's tremendous power in our words. When you say a word, it has power. It has creative power. Are y'all hearing me out there? Jesus confirmed this in, uh, in Mark's gospel. In Mark eleven twenty three. he said, I tell you the truth. If anyone says to this mountain, go throw yourself into the sea and does not doubt in his heart, but believes that what he says will happen, it will be done for him. So according to Jesus, we have the ability to move mountains through the power of our words. Isn't that amazing? James also confirms this in James chapter 3 and verse 10. He says this, and so blessing and cursing come pouring out of the same mouth. Surely, my brothers and sisters, this is not right. So according to James, our tongue has the creative power through our words to release blessings or curses into our lives and the lives of others. So another way to look at it is like this. There is a great treasure of blessings in your mouth. Let me say that again. There's a great treasure of blessings. Where? In your mouth that are waiting to be released through your spoken words. There is power in our words. And so we need to be reminded of that. Now, the question is, how do you release those blessings out of your mouth? Let me give you three ways. Number one, you got to quit sabotaging yourself. And so Proverbs 28 or Proverbs 18, 21 rather says, Death and life are in the power of the tongue. So before you begin releasing the blessing in your mouth, you have to first begin dealing with the curse of death that can come out of your mouth. You see, Proverbs 6, 2 says, you are snared by the words of your mouth. You are taken by the words of your mouth. Snared, figuratively speaking, means to be caught or trapped in an end undesirable situation. And so a paraphrase of this verse could be like this, could go like this. We can get caught or trapped 
in undesirable situations in our life, not because the devil put us there, but we did when we allow negative spoken words to regularly come out of our mouth. You know, I was just thinking about this. You know, we're all building a figuratively, we're building a figurative house by the words that we speak. What kind of house do we want to build? Proverbs 18, 7 says, the mouths of fools are their ruin. They trap themselves with their lips. Did you know you can ruin your life or trap yourself by the things that you say? Like, nothing good ever happens to me. I'll never be successful. I'm always failing. It never turns out good for me. You ever say things like that? We also snare ourselves by saying negative things about ourselves. Like, you idiot, you're stupid, you're such a failure. If you say words like that to yourself, stop today. I demand you do it in Jesus' name. Amen? Our negative words can sabotage many blessings in our life. So we must be careful about what we say because we often get exactly what we say. You know, have you ever heard of the book Hung by the Tongue? How many of you have never heard of the book Hung by the Tongue? Oh, great. I'd love to tell you about it. Brother Francis, our founding pastor, wrote it and has been selling his books forever, like since 1901, I think. But, but anyway, <laughs> if you want one of those books, you go to the lobby after or the resource center, uh, information center in the lobby after, and uh, we, we want you to have one, right? But listen, you get what you say. It's the principle of sowing and reaping. In fact, Galatians 6, 7 says, don't be deceived. God cannot be mocked. A man reaps what he sows. You know, words are like similar to seeds. And by speaking them aloud, they're planted into your subconscious mind and they root and they grow and they produce the fruit of their kind. Does that make sense? For example, if you sow words of negativity, you're going to reap the fruit of negativity. If you sow or you speak words of defeat and failure, you, can ex you can't expect to live in victory. You're going to live a life of defeat and failure. We reap exactly what we sow. If you got that, say, I got that. Our words, remember this, our words can be self-fulfilling prophecies. Our words can actually determine our destiny because our lives often move in the direction of the words that we speak. And so in James chapter 3, in verse 3, it says, We can make a large horse turn around and go wherever we want by means of a small bit in his mouth. And a tiny rudder makes a huge ship turn wherever the pilot wants to go, even though the winds are strong. So also the tongue is a small thing, but what enormous damage it can do. Now the Bible compares the tongue to a bit in a horse's mouth or a rudder of a huge ship. And although the bit and rudder are so small, have you ever seen a, a cruise liner? How many of you ever been on a cruise? That's a big boat right there, right? I've never been on, but I've seen them from a distance. That's some big boats, right? And that big old boat is directed by that little thing below it, below the water, called a rudder. I don't know if you've ever fooled with horses, but horses are strong. And man, you better, you, when you get on that bed, you better hold on, right? 
But it's amazing because you can control a horse by this bit in its mouth. It's small, but it has incredible power. And so although the bit and the rudder are small, they control the direction of a strong horse or the direction of a mighty ship. And in a similar way, the tongue, though it's so small, can control the direction of your life. Don't underestimate the power of your tongue. If you habitually speak words of failure and defeat, you're going to move your life in that direction. If you're always murmuring and complaining and talking about how bad life is treating you, you're going to live in a pretty miserable, depressing world. Are y'all hearing me out there? If your conversation regularly includes phrases such as, I can't, I never catch a break, I don't have what it takes, I'll never succeed. You're prophesying your future and setting yourself up for defeat. Amen. So, hey, folks, you can pave your future by the words that you speak. So what's the solution? Well, the solution is to avoid sabotaging ourselves. We must learn to gore our mouth. We need to watch what comes out of that baby. Amen. That little flapper. You know, James said, you can, we can, we can control everything, but that little flapper, man, that thing is like wildfire, right? It can burn houses down. Proverbs 13, 3 says, he who guards his lips guards his life. But he who speaks rashly will come to ruin. You know, would it be possible that we're dooming ourselves every day by not realizing what we're doing by the words that we're speaking? Come on, we got to get control. Every day we're going to be releasing through our mouth either blessings or curses, death or life. Amen. We'll be affecting our life and the lives of others depending, depending on the words that we choose to use. So we need to start guarding our mouth and quit sabotaging ourselves by saying negative, examining, uh, condemning words, right? We need to start releasing the blessings that are in our mouth and start holding those curses back. Come on, let me, let me hear a better amen this morning. Amen. Guard your mouth. All right. So a second way to release the blessings in your life. First, quit sabotaging yourself. But number two, a second way to release the blessings in your mouth is to begin speaking life-changing words over your circumstances. So... You know, this point shifts from focusing on the negative to focusing on the positive, the life-giving words that we speak. So first of all, we got to be careful about speaking negative, condemning, self-fulfilling words. And we need to start speaking positive words. Stop speaking negative words and start speaking life-giving words. Amen? Proverbs 18.21 says, death and Life or in the power of the tongue. I mean, you know, there's life in our tongue. There's blessings in our tongue. So we need to get better at speaking life-giving words over our own lives and the lives of others because we can make a difference, right? In fact, whatever circumstance you want changed, begin speaking life-changing words over that circumstance. Come on, I'm getting encouraged right here. I don't, I don't know about you. I'll just listen in while I just encourage myself right here, right? So remember when Jesus cursed the fig tree? Remember that? He, you know, he walked up to the fig tree and it didn't have any fruit and it, and it cursed it and it shriveled up and died. You remember? And so then the disciples, they were amazed. They came back a little bit later and the tree was like, just a few days later, it's dead. 
And they were amazed at the power and the authority of the words of Jesus. And so they were amazed that Jesus could speak to a tree and it would die. It's like, wow. I mean, I've spoken some trees and they haven't died. But Jesus reminded them they had the same power and authority in their words. And this is what he said to him in Matthew 21, 21. Jesus replied, I tell you the truth. If you have faith and do not doubt, not only can you do what was done to the fig tree, but also you can say to this mountain, go throw yourself in the sea and it will be done. Amen. Come on, I could just see mountains moving right now as we're speaking to them, you know? And so listen, Jesus is basically telling them that we have the same power and authority in our words that he has and is. Proverbs 18, 21. Death and life are in the power of the tongue. Jesus used the biggest object he could find to try to illustrate the power of our words. Mountains are huge. And he looks at the mountain and he said, you see that mountain over there? You can speak to that mountain. We underestimate the power of our words. We, we don't understand that when we speak something, we think, oh, that's the last of it. No, it's not. It's not the last of it. It's the beginning of it. We just gave life to something. So we got to be careful about what we say because we can move mountains with the power of our words. And, you know, whenever I think of mountains, I think it represents the large problems and troubles and obstacles of our life. Amen. And Jesus instructs us to speak to the mountains and say to, to our mountains, be thou removed. Now, I don't know. You might think I'm a little crazy today, but I think you can move some mountains in your life if you'll start using the blessings that are in your mouth. Amen. We need to start using the power and the authority of our words and begin speaking to our future, begin to speak to our, our destiny, to begin to speak to our circumstances. And I declare right now, in the name of Jesus, it's changing right now. It's changing right now. Amen. So what mountain or circumstance would you like to change? I encourage you to begin speaking life-giving words over that circumstance. This is the practicality. Yeah, it sounds all good. Yeah, say it, brother, say it. What problem, what circumstance are you dealing with that you want to change? How about we start speaking words of life over it? Amen. Is it a sickness or some serious health issue? Is it a financial strain or stressful situation? Emotional discouragement or depression? A difficult job situation? Constant failure? A troubled relationship? Whatever your circumstance, I want to encourage you to begin speaking life, giving words over that situation. But we're not only to pray about our problems, we are to speak life-giving words over our problems. Somebody once said, you're going to like this, we should stop talking to God about how big our problems are and start talking to our problems about how big our God is. We should stop talking about the problem and start talking about the solution. Don't use your words to describe your situation. Use your words to change your situation. Quit speaking words of defeat and start speaking words of victory. Amen. Amen. 
If you want your marriage to change, begin speaking life-changing words over your marriage. My marriage is getting stronger and stronger every day. We're becoming more and more in love with each other than ever before. The spirit of unity is binding together in Jesus' name. Amen. If you want your finances to change, begin speaking life-changing words over your finances. I declare poverty and lack is breaking off my finances. I'm prospering financially more and more every day. I speak life over my finances. My bills are paid. My savings is growing and I'm getting ahead financially in Jesus' name. If you want your health to change, begin speaking life-changing words over your health. My body is healthy and strong. My immune system is overpowering infirmity. Every generational sickness and disease is broken off my life. I'm getting healthier and healthier each and every day in Jesus' name. Begin speaking and declaring my body is prospering. My soul is prospering. My spirit is prospering in the strong and the mighty name of of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Come on. How many of you grab a hold of some of them words this morning? Come on. How many of you grab a hold of that? I take that from me today. Amen. I heard, a, I heard about a doctor that understood the power of life-giving words. And, um, and uh, he started giving his patients a different prescription than he was used to giving them. The one prescription he gave to all of his patients was for them to say at least once every hour, I'm getting better and better every day in every way. An hour later, I'm getting better and better every day in every way. Not long after he began the process, the doctor began to experience amazing results with his patients. Much better results than any of his colleagues. His patients began getting better and better every day. Why? Because they, they begin to speak into existence that which wasn't before. Death and life are in the power of the tongue. Listen, you can begin speaking life-giving words over your circumstances. Say, but Todd, I, I just heard this in my mind. But Todd, I've been struggling. I am, I am 99 years old. I've been struggling for 99 years. Well, it's time for it to change today. Come on, we're going to start changing that in Jesus' name. Amen? Because Jesus said that whatever you say, you will get. Amen? And we could say to the 99-year-old uh, history of struggles, we can say in today in Jesus' name. I hope I'm encouraging somebody here today. I want to encourage you, get a Bible scripture too and begin declaring the promises of God over your circumstance. Amen. Romans 10, 10 says, for it is written, for it is with your heart that you believe and are justified and it is with your mouth that you confess and are saved. The same principle is true in other areas. When you believe God's word and you begin to speak it, mixing it with your faith, you're actually confirming the truth and making it valid in your life. Begin boldly declaring the promises of God in your life. I am blessed. I am. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. My God shall supply all of my needs. I'm not cursed. I'm blessed. I'm blessed in the city. I'm blessed in the country. I'm blessed going out. I'm blessed coming. Excuse me. I'm just declaring right now. Amen. Are y'all with me out there? Woo, glory. Are y'all receiving this today? Come on. In your mouth is, is a, a treasure of blessings. But we got to begin releasing it over our circumstances. Quit sabotaging yourself. Don't, whenever you go to say something negative, put your hand over your mouth. Say, nope. Nope. Not long ago, I was talking to a family in the church and he was telling me about all his ailments. I said, man, you're falling apart. And the wife said, no. And I said, 
You're not falling apart. You're healthy. You're whole. You're thriving. You're blessed. She said, don't speak that over my husband. Come on. I thought that was, I said, oh, amen, amen. But it's amazing, huh? How we can just not pay attention to something very, this is a spiritual principle. But you know, even the seculars know that it's true. And even even in self, non-Christian self-help books, they'll tell you to declare things. They'll tell you to speak things. Because they understand the power of our words and how it works on our subconscious mind. And our subconscious mind gets a hold of those words that we speak and it just starts moving through every cell of your body and your body, your life, your mind, your heart, your future begins to respond to it. So we need to say the right things. Amen. The third and final way to release the blessings in your mouth is begin declaring and speaking blessings over yourself and over others. Proverbs 10, 11 says, the words of the godly are life, a life-giving fountain. You see, as people of God, we are to speak life-giving words over ourselves as well as others. Yeah, that's, that's what godly people do, right? You can... Tr- Transform your life by declaring and speaking blessings over yourself. So I encourage you to do that. Job twenty two twenty eight says, You will also declare or decree a thing, and it will be established for you. So light will shine on your ways. I want to encourage you to begin declaring and speaking blessings over your life. I'm blessed. I'm favored. Divine doors are opening up for me. Amen. Job 3.10 said, Let the weak say, I am strong. Let the oppressed say, Come on. Let the oppressed say, I am free. Let the weak say, I am strong. Let the sick say, I am healed. Let the poor say, I'm more than enough. I encourage you to start declaring yourself healed, happy, whole, blessed, and prosperous in Jesus' name. Amen. In other words, you know, just to remind you, stop talking to God about how big your problems are and start talking to your problems about how big God is, right? Don't use your words to describe your situation. Use your words to change your situation. Quit speaking words of defeat. Start speaking words of failure and your life is going to be transformed in Jesus' name. You will declare a thing and it will be established for you. You can transform your life. You can transform your life by changing the way that you speak and begin declaring and speaking blessings over your life, right? You can transform others as well. You can transform others by declaring and speaking blessings over them. Somebody said a blessing is not a blessing until it is spoken. A blessing is not a blessing until it is spoken. And we got all these blessings in the treasure trove of our mouth, but we're not speaking them. Come on, how about we say, start walking around, bless you, sister, bless you, brother, bless you, bless you, Kermit, bless you, Dixie, come on, come on, bless you, Rob, come on, how about we start blessing people? How about we start blessing? Uh, use your, your words to start declaring and speaking blessings over people. Come on, listen, whether you're in their presence or not in their presence, you can start b- blessing your spouse. 
Begin speaking blessings over them. Begin declaring prosperity over them. Begin to declare prosperity over your, your spouse and your children and their mates and, and, and your grandchildren and your co-workers and your neighbors. Come on, I don't want curses to come flowing out of my life. I'm a child of God. I'm a, I'm a man of God. Come on, I want blessings to come flowing out of my life. Not curses coming out flow out of my life. So I need to put a fence over my mouth and make sure that I look at every word before it comes through the fence of my lips and my my teeth. I need to decide whether it's a blessing or a curse and only allow the blessings to come out and hold back the curses and let them go back to the pit of hell where they actually belong. Amen. Amen. People's lives can be changed by the words that you speak. You know, you probably heard me share this story, but this is a true story. Some years ago, secular Japanese scientists did an experiment with two glasses of water. You remember that, that analogy? They did an experiment with two glasses of water. For 15 days, what they did was on one glass of water, they spoke positive words. Positive words were spoken. You're beautiful. I love you. You're wonderful. And so on and so forth. On the other glass, they spoke negative words. You're wretched. I hate you. You're ugly. And so on. They did this every day for 15 days. And they started noticing something about the water. The water was the same water. The glasses were the same glass. It was in the same environment. The only difference is what they were saying over the glass. And they noticed something. The water in the glass where the positive words were spoken, the water was sparkly and crystal clear after 15 days. But the water in the glass where negative words were spoken, the water became darkened and discolored. Wow, isn't that powerful? That's so powerful. So listen, think about your loved ones as a glass of water. You can make them sparkly clean. You can, you can make them better by the words that you use. If words can change the complexion and the complexity of water, imagine how it can change your life or your friend's life and your future if you start saying the right things. Amen? It, it's, it, it just amazes me how I share. How many of you remember me sharing this, this analogy of the, the two glasses not long ago? I, I don't remember how long ago. But I was talking to a brother a couple weeks ago here in the church. I don't see him right now. They're usually at the second service. But he was telling me, he said, you remember when you told that story? I said, yeah, I do. I'll never forget that story. That's a powerful story. He said, well, at my house, he said, I had uh, two trees, two same bushes on each side of my garage. And he said one of them was thriving and it was just beautiful. The other one, it, it looked like it had a disease or something. It was, it was, it was wilting. It was, the leaves were dying. And, and he said, I remember that story. And he said, so every day, whenever I'd come out and I'd see that, that bush, I started speaking to it. Bush, you're healthy. You're strong. You're growing. You're vibrant. And I'd go on about my way. So I didn't do it every day, but every time I would think about it, I'd go to that bush and say, Bush, you're thriving, you're healthy, you're strong, you're prospering. And he said, you know, I, I started doing that. And he said, it's almost like I forgot about it. But he said, one day I looked out there and it occurred to me, I couldn't tell one bush from the other. They were both thriving. They were both flourishing. And they were both growing. The power of our words. The power of our words. Man. Wow. 
Now, Jesus said, it's out of our heart that come the words that we speak. See, so if we want to speak the right words, we have to have our heart right. Amen. Our heart has to be right. If you're bitter, you're not going to speak blessings. Come on, if you're hard, you're not going to speak blessings. But the good news is that Jesus can change your heart. He can give you the heart that you need to start spewing out the blessings that he created you. How many of you know God created you to be a blessing, not a curse? Amen. Now listen, there's some of us in this room right now. We're struggling in our life because somebody spoke negative words over us. You know why I was studying? It's amazing whenever you, you're just thinking about that. I was thinking I could hear the voice and the pitch of a teacher that spoke a word over me. And I cancel it right now in the name of Jesus. I cancel it in Jesus' name. The power of words. So we should never, listen, those of us that are parenting, those of us that have kids, don't speak curses off your, over your children. Speak blessings over them. Amen. Yeah, there's going to be some faults. There's going to be some weaknesses. There's going to be things. But come on, don't, don't make it stronger by our words. Let's, come on, let's reverse the curse. Let's transform their lives. Amen. Let's not, let's not talk about the situation. Let's talk about the solution. Amen. And let's begin to speak words of life over each other, over our spouse and over our children. Over our co-workers. Come on, let's speak life. Because listen, this is what I know. If I will work on building people up, it's inevitable I'm going to come up. If I spend all my time trying to knock people down, I'll tell you what's going to happen. I'm going down with them. Amen? So come on. If I want to be blessed, I need to speak blessings. Come on, if I want to brighten a vibrant future, I need to speak the blessings of a bright and vibrant future. Come on, the words, our words are, have creative power and I am speaking, I am speaking over you, this congregation today, that you are prosperous, that you are healthy, that you are strong, that your divine doors are opening up for you. Your health is turning around. Your finances are changing. I declare that right now over you in the name of Jesus. I break rejection off of you. Come on, I break, I break negativity over you. I break the words that have been spoken against you. That's sad. You're a loser, that you're a nobody. I cancel them right now. In the name of Jesus, I, I cancel those words and I release the blessing and the favor of God over you. You are a child of God, blessed of God. You're blessed in the city. You're blessed in the country. You're blessed wherever you go. You're not going to fail. You're going to succeed. You're not going to be defeated. You're going to overcome. It doesn't matter what your past tells you. It doesn't matter what others tell you. I'm declaring that nothing is greater than the power of God. He's greater than your past. He's greater than other people, people's words. He's greater than your history of failure. I'm telling you right now that the Lord is able to do impossible things when he works in your life. I'm declaring that over you right now. If you receive that, say amen. 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 Why don't you stand with me? Amen and amen. Praise the Lord. Well, I don't know if you needed this today. I needed this today. Amen. I need to be reminded today. 
Gorge your mouth. Don't sabotage your future. Release blessings, not curses. Change your destiny in Jesus' name. I want you to just bow your head with me for just a moment. As we, as we close this morning, I have a particular, I have a particular burden this morning for people that wasn't, weren't encouraged growing up. They weren't affirmed growing up. You know, I was talking to a young man the other day and he said, you know, my dad never affirmed me. My, never, my dad never told me I was doing a good job. There are ladies like, him, like that in here. You were raised in an environment where negativity was the predominant emotion and the predominant spirit that ruled the house. Or maybe some of you through, through whatever, you had a friend, you, you had a spouse, you had a, a teacher like me or something that, that spoke words of, of, of negativity and, 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 and they, their power, those words were so powerful and you're living with that today. And whenever you talk about, whenever you hear about speaking blessings and saying the right words, it's a struggle for you because you, you, you've been struggling with these, these feelings and these things in your life where negativity is trying to hold your life and then you just struggle. And I want to pray for you. If that's you today, I want you just lift your hands and I'm just want to agree with you. Thank you, sir, for being so bold. I would just want to pray for you right now. And I just want to believe God right now. Come on. I, I want to believe God right now for you that, that those words are going to be broken off your life. Come on, that those words are going to be canceled off your life. Come on. I believe that God has the ability right now through the spoken word as I pray over you. I believe God has the ability to change the way that you see yourself, to change the way that you view life. Father, I pray for every hand that is lifted right now. And Lord, I declare, Lord, I pray, God in heaven, you are the blesser. Lord, you're the one that blessed. You're the one that spoke into existence our very being. You fashioned us, you formed us, and you declared it is good. And I declare over them today that it is good. Lord, that they're not, they're not failures. They're not rejects, Lord. They're not, they're not, Lord, different. Lord, they're more than conquerors. They're wonderfully made. I speak that over them. Their identity. They're not stupid. They're smart. They're not a failure. They're successful. I declare that right now in the mighty and in the strong name of Jesus. Thank you for the spirit of the Lord that is being released right now. And I cut those words of negativity and I speak affirmation and I speak blessing. I say I'm proud of you. I'm proud that you got up this morning and you came to church, man of God, woman of God. You are, you are divinely loved and appreciated in the name of Jesus. I speak favor over you. I speak success over you. I speak destiny over you. I declare that this day that your life is changing from the inside out. Thank you, Father God. The Lord, you're giving them the affirmation of your spirit right now in their heart and in their life. Now, come on. Those of you that have your hands raised, just raise both hands right now. And I just want you to just picture the good hand of God coming upon your forehead like God the Father is placing his hand on your forehead and he's pronouncing a blessing over you. You're blessed, my child. I love you with an everlasting love. I've fashioned you. I've formed you. I've created you. I loved you since the very beginning. I've never, I've never turned my back 
upon you. I am with you now. I will be with you as you move forward. And I know that you will succeed because my grace is on you. My love is over you. My power is coming through you. And you will be of my hands and my feet and my vessel that I will use for my kingdom and for my glory. I called you because I loved you. I called you into my kingdom because I wanted you. I didn't I didn't just make an exception. I desired you. I chose you over thousands of others because I am madly in love with you and desire for you to be sitting at my table enjoying my blessings in my kingdom, saith the Lord. Thank you, Father, for blessing your people today. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. The power of your words. Last but not least, you can change your eternity through the power of your words. Romans 10, 9 says, If you confess with your mouth, Jesus is Lord. If you confess with your mouth, Jesus is Lord. Believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead. You will be saved. For it is with your heart that you believe and are justified. And listen, it is with your mouth that you confess and are saved. Think about it. The words of your confession of Jesus can change your eternity. Now, Jesus said everybody needs to be born again. You need to have two births, a natural birth and a spiritual birth. You got to, at some point in your life, confess with your mouth, Jesus, I've sinned, but I want forgiveness and I want to serve you with everybody's head bowed for just one more second. If you're here today and you say, Todd, I'm not sure I've ever confessed that. I've never, I don't know that I've ever proclaimed that Jesus is my Lord. Come on. He said to believe in your heart and to confess with your mouth. If you've never done that, I want to give you a chance to do that today. If you say, Todd, would you pray with me? I want you to lead us in prayer because I want to confess Jesus today. If that's you, just raise your hand and just raise it. Thank you, ma'am. Thank you, ma'am. I see your hand. Anybody else? That's awesome right here. Two hands right here. I see your hand. Anybody else? Just hold your hand up. I see your hand right here. Anybody else? Right here. Just hold your hand high. Come on. That's your that's your declaration. I'm giving my life to Christ. I'm serving Jesus. Listen, those of you that have your hands raised, now just pray this prayer. We're going to pray together. Lord Jesus, thank you for dying on the cross. Thank you for shedding your blood. I believe that Jesus died for me. I believe that Jesus rose from the grave. I believe that Jesus shed his blood so my sins could be forgiven. Lord Jesus, I believe that you will forgive my sins. And I ask you to do so. Today, I am confessing that Jesus, that Jesus is my Lord. Thank you, Father, for accepting me into your family. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen and amen. Now, those of you that raised your hands, congratulations. It's the biggest decision. It's the best confession you could ever make. If you prayed that prayer, 
we just uh, just congratulate you. Thank you for doing so. And we want to give you a Bible or some just some tools. We have a gift for you. If you just take the time to just fill out that card that said, I made a decision, take you 30 seconds, bring it into the lobby, into the resource center, and we have a gift for you there. We're not going to harass you or you know ask you to do anything. We just want to pray for you, and we want to connect with you and give you some tools to get started in this journey called faith. Amen. Well, how many of you ready to go blessing? How many of you ready to start speaking blessing? Come on, we got to guard our mouth, quit sabotaging ourselves, and start releasing blessings over our own life and the lives of those in our homes and our families. Father, I pray the blessing of the Lord. I speak the favor of the Lord over the people of God today. In Jesus' name I pray. And everybody that agreed said, amen. God bless you. If you need prayer, we'll be up here. If not, God bless you as you go.